Jacob chapter 7. Sherem denies Christ, contends with Jacob, demands a sign, and is smitten of God. All of the prophets have spoken of Christ and his atonement. The Nephites lived in their, their days as wanderers, born in tribulation and hated by the Lamanites. And now it came to pass, after some years had passed away, there came a man among the people of Nephi, whose name was Sherem. And it came to pass that he began to preach among the people, and to declare unto them that there should be no Christ. And he preached many things which were flattering unto the people. And this he did, that he might overflow, overthrow the doctrine of Christ. And he labored diligently, that he might lead away the hearts of the people, insomuch that he did that he led away many hearts, and he, knowing that I, Jacob, had faith in Christ, who should come, he sought much opportunity that he might come unto me. Okay, thank you, Jacob. Okay. And he was learned that he had a perfect knowledge of the language of the people, wherefore he could use much flattery and much power of speech according to the power of the devil. And he had hoped to shake me from my faith, notwithstanding the many revelation and the many things which I had seen concerning these things. For I truly had seen angels, and they had ministered unto me, and also I had heard a voice from the Lord speaking unto me, and an in very word from time to time, wherefore I could not be shaken. Okay. One more. Huh? But that one was long. Oh. Okay. Oh. And it came to pass that he came unto me on this wise. Did he speak unto me, saying, Brother Jacob, I have so much opportunity. That I might speak about you, for I have heard, and also know that thou goest about much preaching, that ye call the gospel or doctrine of Christ. To what? Uh, six to nine. Okay, seven to nine. Seven? Three to nine. Okay. And you have... And he have led away much of his people that they prevent the right way of God and keep not the law of Moses, which was the right way, and convert the law of Moses unto the into the worship of being which ye shall come. Many hundred years hence, and now behold, I, Sherem, declare unto you that this is that this is bla blasphemy, for no man knoweth of such things, for he cannot tell things to come. And after this man um, near did Sherem contend against me. But behold, the Lord of, wait, the Lord God 
poured in his spirit into my into my soul in so much that I didn't confound him in all his words and I said unto him deniest thou the Christ who shall come and wait mm-hmm. come and he said if there should be a Christ I would not deny him but I know that there is no Christ neither has been nor ever will be and I said unto him deny whoops and it came and I said unto him believest thou the scriptures and he said yea and I said unto him then ye do not understand them, for they truly testify of Christ. Behold, I say unto you, that none of the prophets have written nor prophesied, save they have spoken concerning this Christ. And this is not all. It has been made manifest unto me, for I have heard and seen, and it also has been made manifest unto me by the power of the Holy Ghost. Wherefore, I know if there should be no atonement made, all mankind must be lost. I noticed that this per wait is Sherman a name? Sherum. Sherum. Yeah, it said Sherum contended against me, and then at the end of me reading, it said that he would deny us. Though the there's a Christ, or there's basically saying there's no Christ and at the very very end it says there is no Christ and there will never be a Christ and he's just preaching the wrong things yeah there is a Christ and he's trying to convince the people that there isn't Uh there won't be it's interesting that he asked him do you believe in the scriptures and he's like, yeah, I believe in the scriptures. And then he's like, well, you don't, you don't get them. You don't understand them. Because everybody who wrote in the scriptures wrote about Jesus Christ. Like, why would we even read the scriptures if it wasn't about Jesus? We wouldn't even have to. Yeah, we wouldn't have to. Like, I don't have to read any of the books in my room, but I read them because I like them. Yeah, and the scriptures aren't easy to understand, and they're not for fun necessarily, but they're for strength. And so it's a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, once you read the scriptures law, then you probably end up liking them a little bit more than you did the first time you read them. Yeah, the first time you read them, you probably did want to understand a few things. Like, I still kind of don't really understand a few things. That makes sense. The prophets even say that they still read the scriptures because they keep learning new things. So if the prophets and apostles can read, can keep reading their scriptures till they're really old because they're still learning things, then that means when you read them... Well, President Nelson is really old. I know. So... Nice. Did you have a notice?
I noticed that um, Jacob couldn't be like what's the word for it? Shaken? Yeah, or like converted to like serum. So, cause he'd like seen angels and like talk to the Lord word for word. And yeah. Um, I noticed that Sherem's main tool for getting the people to believe him says he used much flattery. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be a little bit careful when people are flattering us. Like there might be some people who are just really nice and like to say nice things, but sometimes if people are trying to tell us, uh, you know, like be super nice to us and tell us all kinds of good things about ourselves or, you know, things that we're so great at or things that'll be easy. I just want to be a little bit cautious because they might have an ulterior motive uh, when they're using a lot of flattery. Um, we know that the devil uses flattery and Sharon was using a lot of flattery. So we just have to be a little bit careful if people are saying things just to make us feel good. Um, you know, like, are they just being nice or are they trying to convince us that something isn't right? Jacob chapter 7 verse 13 and it came to pass that he said unto me show me a sign by this power of the Holy Ghost in the which you know so much and I said unto him what am I that I should tempt God to show unto thee a sign in the thing which thou knowest to be true yet thou wilt deny it because thou active the devil thou art of the devil Nevertheless, not my will be done, but if God shall smite thee, let that be a sign unto thee, that he has power, both in heaven and in earth, and also that Christ shall come, and thy will, O Lord, be done, and not mine. And it came to pass that when I, Jacob, had spoken these words, the power of the Lord came upon him, insomuch that he fell to the earth. And it came to pass that he was nourished for the space of many days. And it came to pass that he said unto the people, Gather together on the morrow, for I shall die. Wherefore, I desire to speak unto the people before I shall die. And it came to pass that on the morrow the multitude were gathered together, and he spake plainly unto them, and denied the things which he had taught them, and confessed that Christ and the power of the Holy Ghost, and the ministering of angels. And he spake plainly unto them that he had been deceived by the power of the devil, and he spake of hell and of eternity and of eternal punishment. And he said, I fear lest I have committed an unpardonable sin, for I have lived unto God lied unto God for I denied the Christ and said that I believe the scriptures and they did truly testify of him and because I have thus lied unto God I greatly fear lest my case shall be awful but I confess unto God and it came to pass that when he said these words he could say no more and he gave up the ghost one more.
And when the multitude had witnessed that he spake these things, as was about to give up the ghost, they were astonished exceedingly, insomuch that the power of God came down upon them, and they were overcome that they fell to the earth. Now this thing is pleasing unto me, Jacob, for I had requested unto, I mean, it of my father who has, who was in heaven, for he had heard my cry and answered my prayer, and it came to pass that the peace and the love of God was restored again among the people, and they searched the scriptures and hearkened no more to the words of his to this wicked man and came to pass that many means were many means were devised to reclaim the restore of the Lamanites to the knowledge of the truth but but it all was vain for they delighted in wars and bloodshed and they had an eternal hearted an ardent hearted against hatred against us their brethren and they sought by the power of their arms to destroy us continually. I have a notice about it said that they had stopped listening to this evil wicked man which was probably the person who we talked about a little um, further back in this chapter. Sharon. Sharon. Mm-hmm. He talked about the whole chapter. But. Yeah, but then it said that a ton of people I don't even know what means were devised I don't even know what that means it means like they were planning and they were planning to restore the Lamanites and it says because they were vain and they delighted in wars which was like they were happy with wars and bloodshed and they, and they were just hurting the brethren in eternal hatred. And the, the that's a cliffhanger. Yeah. For a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they went from one thing to the next, you know. They always had something going on. Somebody was trying to say that Jesus didn't exist. That's a good notice for us. Okay. Anybody else? I noticed that um, Sharon admitted that he was tricked. Once God smote him, um, it kind of 
ended the um, the deception, and he was able to like see, oh no, Satan's tricked me, and um, I do know that the scriptures point to Christ, and that what Jacob's saying is true, but when he was in the deception, he couldn't see that, and thought that what he was saying was right, and was too proud to consider that there were other possibilities. Yeah, I noticed that the Lord will do what it takes um, to make sure that his work continues forward. And we're either going to be a part of it or we're going to be wiped out. Like, and so he'll, it's kind of like being a parent, you know, like if you're not doing what you need to do, are you helping or hindering? And if you're not helping, you're hindering. And if you're going to hinder, you're making it worse for the people who are trying really hard. He's like not going to let people do that. Good. Mm. I noticed that once he was, once Sharon was done saying his words, he just like despawned. <laughs> like, what do you do at that point? Some dude just died. You're like, wait, what? Huh? How did he just pass away like that? Wait, he spawned Sharon? He actually died there? Yes. Like right there. Right there on the stand while he was talking to the people. He was done and then he passed away. He asked Jacob to give him a sign. Because he was like, I don't think what you're saying is true. And Jacob's like, listen. I don't ask the Lord to give signs, but if he wants to, maybe he'll smite you that you'll know that this stuff is true. And when Jacob said that, Sharon was like smitten in a way that he could still um, talk just, for a little bit. And then, yeah, after he was done telling everybody that what he said was wrong, then he died. That was his sign. So... At least it was pain. Be careful place. what you ask for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, don't worry. He was suffering on the other side. No, not this side. Mm-hmm.